Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Greetings, family. This is Toy from Conversations with Toy. I'm so glad that you are here. It is not by coincidence whatsoever. You know that I believe that nothing just happens. It's ordained for you to listen to this episode. This is a bonus episode. I'd like to do a bonus episode almost every season as we go into the next. And we are in season seven and on our way to season eight. But before we go to another season, I wanted to bring to you a two-time Grammy award-winning duo, and they are called the Black Violin. Now, they are coming to the Kimmel Center this Thursday, March the 9th, 2023, and they are giving the Black Violin Experience. And you may say to yourself, well, what is the Black Violin Experience? It is a fusion of hip-hop and classical music fused together, and the sound, which I've heard clips already and seen, is absolutely hands-down great. If you've never been influenced or even heard of hip-hop, I don't know where you've been because hip-hop is just in everything that we see and do, right? And if you've never heard of classical music and that's not really your thing, I think when you listen to this group, I think you will change your mind. It's exposing people old and young to the sounds of classical music and hip-hop. And it's also giving Black kids, and I say that not gingerly, but it gives black kids the ability to see that we can do anything that we choose to do. For some, this is the first time they've ever seen a black violinist. And for some, this may be the first time they've ever heard of the great sounds of hip hop. Because we confuse both of them, we are getting the black violin experience. And it's important to me to for even for my own children to make sure that they're exposed to different types of art. And this is just one of those types. So I want you to make sure that you not only listen to this episode, but you also get your tickets if you are in the Philadelphia area, or let's say you're not in the Philadelphia area. That's okay. You can also go into the show notes and make sure that you want either donate to what they're doing because they do have what's called the Black Violin Foundation. And it does everything you'll hear later in the episode about supporting other Black and upcoming artists, as well as giving away instruments. So without any further ado, on today's episode, we are speaking to Will Baptiste, and he is going to talk to us about how the group came about. I asked him his top hip hop artists. We get into some a little bit about self-care. We talk about everything in between. And so I think this episode is really amazing. I mean, I could be biased, but let's go ahead and give a tune in to Will and what we had to talk about. All right, Conversations with Toy Family, we have a bonus episode. You know, I love to do a bonus episode almost every season. And with that being said, we have a musical combination, I would say. We have Will Baptiste. He is here. He is of the Black Violin Experience, which is a show that's coming to the Kimmel Center on this Thursday, the 9th. And we want you to be a part of that. This is a mix between violin, um, hip hop, all the things. So we have Will here who's going to talk about what we can expect, the sounds, how they came to be, and all the things. Thank you, Will, for being a part of the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 
So let's get right into it. How did you, how did you both, because it's you and Kevin, how did you both start this process of becoming this group? Well, um, I guess I gotta, I gotta kind of tell you the story. You know, we grew up in the inner city playing, playing the orchestra and um, we were hip hop before we started playing these instruments. So for us, it was very organic in the, in, in the way that we kind of combined the two worlds together, you know, and for us, you know, we're just typical kids, you know, we, we had regular classes, but every second period and, and, um, and fourth period, we had orchestra class and viola and violin technique class. So, so for us, that was normal for us. And to listen to the radio and listen to the Tupac's and Biggie of the world and, and pick up the violin, viola and start um, just improvising, just freestyling, you know, on top of the beat was natural for us. It was just, you know, man, and I credit hip hop for that, honestly, because hip hop is about being yourself and being true to yourself. And that's exactly what we did because we knew classic music. We were, you know, training for this. So it was just natural for us to put the two worlds together. And Kevin and I went to high school together. We kind of went our separate ways for college. And then we came back together and started producing. And because we wanted to be the next major producers, like, you know, we were very um, inspired and influenced by Timbaland and Neptunes. And, and that was it. We wanted to be the one of the biggest producers. And we wanted to incorporate classical music in a way that no one's ever done it, you know? That was the whole thing. And we didn't realize until performing with artists in South Florida and that we noticed that, oh snap, people really like this whole putting the violin on top of, of hip hop beats. You know, for us, it was just fun. And we started doing that and, and we started performing a lot of places in South Florida and Miami, every club, you know, just imagine you having a good time, just moving around. Next thing you know, two black dudes walking around playing the violin, <laughs> you know, that was us, you know, getting on top of the bar, like, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, it was very, very new. This is before, you know, the internet as it, as we know it today, this is before, you know, TikTok, YouTube, none of this stuff existed. So you just had to go home and tell, Hey man, I saw these two black dudes at the club playing the violin. So it was word of mouth. We went on Apollo 2004 and just won the whole thing. And, um, and that's when we really realized we had something special, you know, before then it was just kind of, you know, doing it cause we love it. But then we realized, Oh snap, this is, if Harlem likes what you're doing, <laughs> then, you then you're good. You're doing something right. You know? Right. I really love that because, um, I feel like it's giving kids, adults, anybody to inspire, like just doing what you love. And the fact that you're able to combine both worlds, which is an unusual pairing, but from what I saw and what I've listened to from you guys, it's a beautiful pairing. Yeah, um, it is a beautiful pairing. And I think it's because again, we're, we're both, both at the same time. And, and it's not, we're not trying to do it. It just happens, you know? And again, I credit hip hop for that because if I was if I was doing anything in terms of arts that wasn't the violin, I think I would do the same thing because it's in me to just want to be rebellious and just do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's what right. hip hop is about. That's what hip hop is about, and um, and and that's why I love it, and um, and that's why kids are drawn to it. You know, kids see us and they're just like, "Oh snap! Here's this thing that looks very hard and prestigious and whatever." And here's these guys that look like me that are taking it and just like smashing it on the ground and just doing whatever we want with it. You know what I mean? So that that um, that nature of just like, oh, man, this rebellious, I can do whatever I want. It really comes across in the music. 
And I think it's because of just how how different the two genres, but they're not so different though. You know what I mean? They they really are that that different in terms of like the the um the inception of it. What I mean by that is if you think of classic music, back in the days if if you were a wealthy person, you in you in politics and you know what I'm saying, you throw really dope parties back in the days, you know, you might call Mozart because you got the bread to call, hey Mozart, listen, I'm I'm trying to throw this party, right? Right, I let's get together. Tune, you know what I'm saying? I need something special. <laughs> Don't don't send me that same tune that you played for a homeboy. Give me something real special. It was same thing, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of composers were nothing but producers, you know what I'm saying, back in those days. You know what I mean? And now our only difference is like we're still playing these old music today. We're still interpreting these music. And there's not a lot of interpretation in terms of classic music. Like you play it this way. And um, maybe the maybe the um, conductor may have a little bit of wiggle room in terms of how you want it to present it, but that's the beauty of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? You make it yours. You make it how you want to do it. You know. Uh, I love the fact that you said about you know people, kids specifically seeing someone that looks like them. You know, for some kids, this may be the first experience where they've heard classical music or they've heard Mozart. They may not have been. Ex- exposed to that how does that you know how does that make you feel that you may be the first time this your voice and your your sound and all of this thing is like presented to a child that has never heard of that it, feel, it makes me feel great it makes me feel good and the reason why it does is because it makes them feel like they belong and it makes them feel like this is mine too you know because class music as a whole is not that they don't make you feel at home you know what i'm saying class music <laughs> don't make you feel like this belongs to you you know and right it's very intentional in that way and i think our music makes it a bit more inclusive you know and and i, and I do believe that there's kids that listen to us and watch the show and they say oh snap okay okay maybe i can listen to some beethoven maybe you know what i mean and vice versa if someone that just does doesn't really listen to hip-hop I think they'll be more inclined to pop in a Nas record or, or Lauryn Hill, some classic, you know, some classic hip hop, you know, maybe not a uh, little Uzi or nothing, but you maybe know. not yet. Let's just feed them in. You don't <laughs> want to throw them in too quick. Yeah. You can't throw them too quick in the pot. Yeah. So you talk about hip hop, which is part of our culture, right? It's everything. Who give me your top three, if you could, your top three hip hop artists. Now, any order, you don't got to put them in another order. Just three top of your three tops. Man, you don't put me in the spot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I love artists that tell stories, right? Um, I'm a visual person. You talk to me and I see images. I see a movie in my head. So I got to go with, I know he's young still. He still has a lot to give, but Kendrick to me, mm-hmm is definitely there because though I love artists like Common, right, that do the same thing, I think Kendrick is very, like, extremely intentional about the art that he presents and the story that he tells, and it's completely relevant, which is not an easy thing in this day and age to be really rooted in who you are and just be, because as an artist, you're vulnerable, right? You're just opening yourself out to the world. And I really appreciate him doing that in the rawest form, you know, regardless if you like it or not, it's just, it's raw. And I think it's, it's therapeutic for a lot of people. Um, so Kendrick is one, um, no order. Uh, no, no order. And um, I would say, you know, 
man, it's just it's a it's a lot of them. This is just straight hip hop because if you, mm-hmm. um, so I think of artists like. Like Lauren Hill, I know Lauren Hill gets a lot of. She gets a lot of flack because you yeah. know she may or may not be as tardy to the party, but she does <laughs> get a lot of flack. She does, but man, I just I think she's I think she's misunderstood, man. And granted, she may come late. I've honestly, I've seen her perform at award shows, but I've never honestly went to one of her concerts, so I can't even really, you know, I can't. You going she, that part? She gonna get get on time in the award shows. Right, she ain't got no choice. You gotta get there on time. All right, let me stop for somebody. You know, if she hear this and be like, let me just not talk to them. All right, uh, but so she's because you know I love artists also that embodies the the idea of an artist, just the artists of the time that they live in, and you know they speak on things that matter. And for me, I like to consume things that feed me. You know, um, and to me. One of the albums, the Unplug album, I don't know. I know a lot of people just don't get it. They don't, they don't like it. And but for me, I love it because it's just a person that's a human being. Yeah, she's a dope artist, but she's a human being. She's just giving you everything. She's pouring out everything. Her voice is cracking. It's just like I thought it was a beautiful thing, and people didn't get that. You know what I'm saying? People are like, man, what is this? And I personally love all most of Unplugged albums. Jay Z's Unplugged, I liked it. I like that better than the original. So when it comes to Unplugged, you just hear that raw sound. I'm all team Unplugged for sure. It ain't nothing like it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you love an artist, like it, the idea of an artist doing that, because artists don't do that, especially nowadays. You know, there's too. You know, there's a lot of insecurity that's involved with that, right? So if an artist does that. Man, you got to give it up for them because they're giving you them and, them, and the, the rawest form, you know, the, the rawest form. And you mentioned Jay-Z. Jay-Z's got to be one of my next, uh, the, the third, right? It's mm-hmm. because, because I think I've seen him grow because even though I, you know, there's a lot of certain things about Jay that, that I, I don't necessarily agree, but I think as an artist, he he's he elevates himself, you know what I'm saying? Like that one album. And it's just so hilarious how someone is doing this thing and then they do something different that elevates the culture and people go down on them, you know what I'm saying? And for me, I look at that and I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, so you're supposed to learn from all that stuff you were doing, then you grow up, you know what I'm saying? I would, I would hope person. so. Like, we're supposed to do that in real life? Like, isn't that right. supposed to be our real life? You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, like that album, I forget what the album's called, is it? Is it four four four? I think it was called, right? Yes, four four four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, you know, that you know, that's Jay Z. You know, that's like, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking about old Jay Z. Like for him to come out with an album like that, you know, what I'm saying, talking about things that are just um, relevant, and I think I think it was really powerful, and I, and I think a lot of people just didn't, they're not ready. People are not. People are really. Um, people don't want to hear real and truth, bro. Like they're they're just like uh allergic to just like you know truth and realness like please i'm asleep let me sleep i don't want to wake up you know what i mean so right but i feel like too jay-z is a married man now with three kids right. he had to at some point evolve he can't still talk about you know some of the things in his younger times right um, say but just some of his things from his younger times he can't be talking about that now being a father and and, and a husband like what's that right. going to be looking like what's that going to look like and if he had done that then everybody would still be like you should grow up because right. you have a kid and family like exactly it's just you can't please people you really can't 
But that's Dang. the thing about hip hop. You can take what you need and leave what you don't. But yeah, I'm 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 here for the growth. <laughs> Me too. Well, that's my my uh, my three. <laughs> Your top three, okay. I mean, you're not. I, I I like that. So, what can we expect at the Kimmo show? Because you are infusing hip hop. You are bringing some vocals. You have the violin. You have all this sounds, all these sounds together. What can anyone that's listening or preparing to go to the show on the ninth? What can they expect? Um, you can expect a really a true experience, and what I mean by that is. It's obviously classical hip hop fusion, but there's a lot of different things in between. Um, there's some blues, there's some there's some funk, um, and I think the experience comes with seeing everybody in the same building at the same time. I think we we bring um, a rye, uh, 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 all kinds of different kinds of people that come to to the Black Violin shows, and that's to me the the biggest thing because it's beautiful to see different colors, different creeds. It doesn't matter different ages, young, old. I love seeing that, and that experience is incredible. And the music itself is is big, is it's loud. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> and we got subs rattling, but at the same time we bring it down. We play some real subtle things. You know what I'm saying? And like you mentioned, there's some vocals in there too. So it's inspiring. It's impactful. You got your kids. You got um. You know someone that's not feeling too well, whatever they feeling a little down, just bring them out to the show. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll definitely lift their spirits. And and um, it's just good music, man. It's, it's good times. And then that's what you can expect, man. Just good times, good music, and a feel-good music. And um, we encourage the crowd to participate with us. Like, if you feel like screaming, scream. If you want to get up at your seat, you know, do that. Like, be free, you know, because I'm free on stage. Trust me. I like that. Talk to me about the Black Violin Foundation. The Black Violin Foundation, um, very, very uh, proud of the Black Violin Foundation. Um, it's, the, it's really an extension of what we already do because we connect with a lot of kids on the road and something we've been talking about for years. And our wives, Kevin and I, our wives, um, Ann Sylvester and Corinne uh, Freeman um, took took the mantle, right? They said, listen, we'll, we'll do this. We'll kind of run the foundation. And the premise of the foundation is basically to, you know, fill gaps. And in our careers, we had a lot of individuals that were very instrumental in our in our lives, whether it's we needed a new instrument, whether we needed a flight to a music camp, whatever that thing was to help us get to the next level. And we, we, we were very fortunate to have individuals that were there, whether family members or teachers, you know, and we want to be able to do that for kids that just have that dream, you know, and we don't want that dream to be sniped because of something that they can't control, you know. So that's that's the premise of it. Like we're giving out actually the, it's open now uh, scholarships right now. You can go to blackviolinfoundation.org. Uh, we accept donations as well. So you can go there and see what the um, the applications are. And um, and basically and um, it's open enrollment right now. And um, the different kinds of scholarships that we have, we have a, a instrument giveaway scholarship where we give out instrument to, you know, let's say a high school uh, kid that's trying to, you know, audition for college to get to that next level, but just need that really solid instrument, right? Mm, yes. Um, so we have that, and and uh, we also have uh, a scholarship for um, uh, diversity scholarship. So basically, if you know, because there's a lot of um, there's not a lot of, you know, classic musicians that look like us, you know what I mean? So um, we have scholarships specifically for that to really 
you know, give kids um, that look like us the opportunity and the um, the access, you know. So definitely check out the the website, blackviolentfoundation.org, and um, see the scholarships that we're giving out. And um, and yeah, man, it's, it's one of our, it's one of the best things that we do, to be honest, you know what I mean? Because we know we have the impact, we, we see the impact that we have, we see the power that we have, so we try to use it to our best ability, you know, and we try to give back as much as we can. And it feels good, you know, um, it feels good to do that, so... Yeah. Now um, you get to travel. You, you're helping the kids and the in various communities. I love that. What do you do for self care? What do you do to take care of yourself? What do I do to take care of myself? One thing I I do is I don't work. I try not to work too hard, man. Um, if if I'm a rest, I'm a rest, you know. And if I and this is difficult very difficult for me at least you know what i'm saying to just be like man just chill you don't got to do nothing today um and the thing that i do is i play basketball whenever i can because that that it may not seem like something that releases a lot of tension or stress or whatever but it definitely does for me when i go out there i'm not thinking about nothing else but try to you know rain on these fools i'm just playing um, <laughs> um it's something that that really helps me and another thing that I, I try to do is um, go, you'll get a massage, right? But, but also too, I like, I like to be in quiet spaces. You know what I mean? Like there's this place that I go to and I get a massage and I'll just stay there for like hours. And I'll, you know what I'm saying? This is just a, just a room and I just stay there and there's music going on. I'm just, my eyes are closed sometimes or I go into the steam room. Just really having that time yourself to just really unwind and not think about anything else. You know what I'm saying? And um, those are some of the things that I do. And, um, and if I'm in my space too, because I, sometimes I go in my studio and my, uh, my office and just and just listen to music, listen to some vinyls and just, I got my headphones on. I'm just like in a quiet space. I like quiet spaces. You know what I'm saying? I got, I like, I got little kids. So <laughs> you know, I, I try to, I try to tell them, listen, let daddy just chill for a little bit. But um, but also do I like to spend time with my kids, man. That's when I'm home, I'm 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 there. I'm present. You know what I'm saying? What y'all want to do? Let's go. You know, let's. I pick my kids up from school. I get them off the bus. You know what I mean? I try to do all that, all those things because it's one thing that we don't got is 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 time. We can't we can't buy time. When when tomorrow is gone, it's gone. You know. So I try to take advantage of the time I got try to spend time with, with family and, and um, yeah, man, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I do. I like that. So this show is this Thursday at the Kimmel Center, which is specifically the Miriam Theater. And um, well, the former Miller, this the Miller Theater it used to be Miriam. And you guys are going to be rocking it at 730. So we want, we will put in the show links for those who are listening, we will put the link to the show, the link to the um, foundation so that you can donate and or uh, see if you have a child, if you want to uh, apply for one of the scholarships, we'll have everything in that in there for you so that you don't, if you're listening, you're working out, you're doing whatever you're doing, you don't have to worry. You can just click on it and support. Is there anything else you would like to say as we end this podcast episode? Um, Social media, I guess, you know, we're on all social medias, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, um, that's it. We'll have all that in the show notes as well. 
Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I can't wait to see the show on Thursday and to see how all of this goes together. What I saw, some of the clips have been truly amazing. I loved it. Um, I showed it to my son who said, oh, wow, I didn't know Black people or Black men played the violin. And I said, yes, to my son, we there's we do everything. There's a, some of us somewhere in every area. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much and can't wait to listen to your show. Thank you. I appreciate the interview. So what did you think? I thoroughly enjoyed this this podcast episode. I thoroughly enjoyed interviewing uh, Will. I really did. I mean, this episode was just amazing in every way. And again, the two worlds can collide. We can expose children and adults to things that they're not used to and allow them to experience. I mean, classical music for me, my, I have to say, I was exposed to the arts at a very young age. My mother was in musical arts and theater and things of that sort, but not everybody has a mom that starts off in theater. Um, so for those who don't and have never experienced seeing a live show, or if you've been to a live show but never heard classical music before, it's okay. Nobody's here to judge you. But we are saying that if you are in the Philadelphia area, go ahead and get your tickets. It's happening this Thursday. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be for everybody. No age is turned away because music really touches everybody. And you get to take away from concerts when you hear about classical music or hip hop and this fusion, you get to take away what resonates with you. I hope that you are go to the show because that's what I'm encouraging you to do because why not? And also, I mean, these are brilliant. These are two-time Grammy award-winning duel. I mean, you can't get that. And listen, musical genius happens in different genres and it just happens to be in this beautiful fusion so get your tickets support the black violin foundation again all in your show notes follow them on their social again all in the show notes and thank you for listening as you enjoy the rest of your weekend i hope that you find at least one activity that truly truly makes you happy listen life is hard as life is tough but we are tougher. And one thing we have to do is we got to start living. And I know when things get dark, sometimes it's hard to do that. But I, I, I just encourage you, find one activity. If it's reading a book, read that book. If it's going for a walk, if it's you know doing a puzzle, whatever it is, I want you to enjoy that activity. Have the most amazing weekend. We are coming back with season eight next Friday. Listen, we have all of March already scheduled out. Season eight is hitting it quite hard. We already have four amazing, amazing episodes. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you next week when we start a whole new season of Conversations with Toy. Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.